Welcome to Legal Perks Weekly Updates. I'm Zane, and today I'll be talking to you about the most important business, economic, and legal news of the past week. I'll start off today with an update about the coronavirus vaccine. The Lancet Medical Journal published the very first peer-reviewed results of Phase 1 and Phase 2 clinical trials of Russia's COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine-induced antibody responses in all participants, and the results show that participants had no serious adverse effects. Russia has been facing criticism about announcing the first approved coronavirus vaccine for public use, even before phase three trials have been completed, and with a lack of scientific data around the clinical trials. Meanwhile, around 20 pharmaceutical companies, including GlasgowSmithKline and Sanofi, are now holding trials in the race to find a vaccine, and most expect the first results of their trials by December. The effect of having a vaccine available to the public is bringing back optimism in the market. The sooner a vaccine can be made publicly available, the sooner the pandemic globally can be controlled. However, there are many additional hurdles and considerations apart from ensuring that a vaccine is safe for public use. For example, last week the news broke that COVID-19 vaccine makers are lobbying the EU for legal protection, as they wish to be exempted from civil liability in case vaccines have adverse effects. If they receive this exemption, those who experience negative effects from the vaccine might be unable to sue those companies. Furthermore, studies show that two-thirds of the world will unlikely have easy access for a vaccine that requires frozen storage for those who live in remote areas around the world. And now, moving on to shifting consumer trends. With many people staying primarily at home for the past few months, online services and e-commerce have had a huge spike in popularity. We talked very briefly about this in our business breakdown episode about the Walt Disney Company, particularly about the rise of popularity of online streaming sites, such as Netflix and Disney+. But this trend has carried over to online shopping and e-commerce. For example, Amazon is expanding in the UK by adding 10,000 jobs. Since many shoppers are wary of going into physical stores, they have transformed their habits and now are using Amazon to buy everything from food to household goods. This comes after news that both Tesco and Asda are shifting more of their focus to online sales to defend their market share and profit margins. Asda has announced that it is planning to increase its online sales by another 50% by next year. The company's chief executive does admit that e-commerce has a negative impact on profit margins due to the cost and time of picking and delivering products. However, online customers tend to spend more overall when completing their purchases online because they purchase more products than they do in stores. Tesco is also hugely emphasizing its focus on e-commerce adding 16,000 permanent jobs in the UK to focus almost entirely on its online grocery business. While online delivery might be dragging down profits in the short term, some experts believe that it will even out in the long term. Previously, many stores would aggressively promote online shopping by providing extreme discounts to lure in new customers and compete against their rivals. However, the need for promotions now is almost entirely redundant, with most people already purchasing online. The pandemic has also given grocery stores access into a previously untapped demographic. Many people over the age of 65 who have previously shunned digitalization are now avid internet shoppers who will unlikely return to stores even after the pandemic is over. 
Of course, the downside of this is that the pandemic has entirely upended both high street and smaller retail stores that can't compete with the online services that companies like Amazon can provide, which has caused the loss of over 43,000 retail jobs in the UK alone. Moving on to another sector that has adversely been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. In aviation news this week, after hearing evidence that Virgin Atlantic would effectively run out of money within a few weeks without support, the High Court in London backed the airline's private sector rescue package, giving it approval for the £1.2 billion bailout scheme, which was agreed to in July. However, the company must still cut over 1,000 jobs, as well as go through the US courts for bankruptcy protection to ensure that its restructuring is recognized both in the UK and the US. And finally for this week, an update on law firms. International law firms with UK offices are having to take further cost-cutting measures in response to the pandemic. While the legal industry is usually more resilient to recessions and crises than other sectors such as hospitality or aviation, the impact on certain practice areas such as mergers and acquisitions and reduced private equity investments during the pandemic have adversely affected many law firms, causing many to continue cutting roles across their international offices. These include international firms such as Reed Smith and BCLP, which have launched new redundancy rounds in recent weeks. However, the full effects of the pandemic on law firms is yet to be discovered, as some firms have yet to publish their results for their latest financial year. And with that, I'll be wrapping up today's weekly updates. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or this podcast in general, please leave us a review. And if you want more updates, please follow us on our social media platforms. That's Legal Perk on Facebook and LinkedIn, and Legal Perk underscore on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any comments or suggestions about any topics you want us to cover, please email us at legalperk at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us next time.